This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This week on the Kurt Geyer Files, we talk to the man that's vision started it all. Understand how a single tweet could lead to a whole podcast era. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter miniseries, The Files. This is where you get to know each one of the guests because... The, the each... guest or the host? The well, host. see, the host is the guest. Oh, okay, okay. So you get to know the right, guest, who's actually the host. Okay. So that's the whole uh, that makes idea. Sense, actually. It's like yeah, hostess. Yeah. <laughs> yes. With some Inception <laughs> stuff, you know. You got to think real deep yeah. into that. Speaking of hostess, let's wrap this up pretty quick. Our guest. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Check in later. <laughs> yeah. Our guest this week, who's actually a host, Kurt Geyer. What's up, guys? Thanks Curtis. for having me on the Curtis. podcast. Curtis. We got to get it. We, we it's got a nice get... studio. Yeah. You like it? Whose joint is this? Do you like this place? Yeah. This is a nice joint. It's 1600 nice. bucks layer places where this it's happens. It's cozy, isn't it? It is nice. I like this table. <laughs> it's where Kurt also files his uh, taxes at. Uh, if you're the government, no, he really doesn't. He's all legal beagle. But uh, playing backup quarterback, just in case things get stale, Mark Reif Ooh. in the He's building. Sitting in, in for this man. one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Filling in. Um, Mark's so, got his foundation in working class bowhunter. He's going to be around a lot more. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and will be. I'm sorry. I wasn't really listening. But uh, it's not about Mark. It's not about That's me. Right. It's all about you, Kurt. It's, it's about, about the trend. Today, today it is, and it feels weird. And I know why Steve was kind of thrown off and exact and weird on the last <laughs> one we did when we interviewed Steve. Because now I feel like I'm. I feel, never, like I, I feel like a. Like a mountain lion that's stuck in the corner from a bunch of wolves. Like, I just feel like I need to, like... You're on the spot. We should I, have a little spotlight yeah, on you. I feel like I'm on defense mode right now. Okay, Kurt, we, we, we know this is all about you, but let's, um you know, kind of... Let's make the show all about you yeah, let's, right now. let's not talk about you so much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Kurt, what is your age? 
I'm 25, sir. 25. Okay. What um what's your date of birth? 96 25 years ago. And the last four of your social. <laughs> not doing that. I'm not applying for credit over here. Hey, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Good call. <laughs> tell me um tell me all about uh Kurt Geyer. How did you get that name? <laughs> um, well, my last name means vulture in German. Fun fact. And uh, is that like, a, is that like a real thing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, okay. um, <laughs> not, not well, you kind of look German, like a vulture. <laughs> so, no wonder he eats so much deer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I wait till they're rotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, swooping out of nowhere. So yeah, that's, uh, that's really all I know. So oh, okay. Um, so I see you're uh, scrolling on Facebook while we're interviewing you. Uh, who's your favorite friend on Facebook? Oh. <laughs> Oh, we're still going. Um, favorite <laughs> friend on Facebook? That's a tough one. That's a really tough question. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Mark Rife. Okay. <laughs> Mark Rife. Oh, oh, good let's, answer. Oh, let's, dang, let's get dang. to the – I let's, paid him. Let, let's get to the hunting. Um, so We're three minutes in, and this is already going no, to hell. <laughs> How did you get your start in hunting? Give us the rundown Ooh, of the beginning. The beginning. I wasn't expecting Eric to hit me with the a deep beginning. question. Um, the beginning happened – um really what i'll tell how it just really fired up um we were at my cousin's house um and her husband's nephew well her nephew was deer hunting for the first time he was a little older than me at the time and he shot a really nice eight pointer uh during illinois shotgun season and uh my dad saw that and he's like wow man that's really cool i'd like to get into hunting again he never really did any deer hunting he did small game hunting growing up he's like man i'd like to get into deer hunting and i was like 11 or 12 at this point and that's really what fired it up my dad just we got our hunter safety courses done and then got us a couple of mossberg shotguns and a couple <laughs> years later i got a bow and that's really how it all kicked off so that's that was like the first thing that kind of fired my dad's interest back up and got us back into got, it but, got you into it but i always did like mushroom hunting and stuff like that with my dad but so i got you on the woods so uh you know you're being 11 or 12 uh starting out shotgun Mm-hmm. Was that your first deer you killed was no, shotgun? No, not even close. No? No. You know, I I was a huge fan of, like, the Monster Buck series videos when uh, the old VHS. And I remember, like, circling Monster Bucks 10 and, like, uh, <clears throat> like an old, uh, like, Farm King catalog. Like, I wanted that for Christmas <laughs> for, for Christmas. my uncles. <laughs> Everyone did that as a kid. You'd go through magazines and stuff. Yeah. Up. Oh, You'd yeah. leave them out yeah. for your parents. Oh, yeah. So, like, I, like, really look forward to those. And that's – I had – you know, you don't know any different if you never hunted. You just get all excited from that. And you think big bucks are everywhere. And my first year gun hunting, I shot and hit um, a, what I thought at the time was a really nice, I don't know, eight or ten pointer, and never found them. And I remember crying because we didn't find them. And and <laughs> then upset. the next two years, nothing. And then my first day bow hunting, I I shot a doe. So I I don't know. I was just you were hooked. After I was that. more meant to be a bow hunter. I think just by the the way karma or whatever works out like that's just how a lined up for me was bow hunting was more my my thing your forte so, yeah my forte which is weird because you hunt three years with a gun and don't shoot anything and then your first day out bow hunting yeah. first opportunity but the thing is you know when you're gonna bow hunt you get so much more technical you know oh, yeah. like you know there's, with a, gun, there's a lot more to go into it yeah gun hunting i think i don't know we always do the inside joke we love gun hunting don't get us wrong but the five gallon buckets start flying off the shelves because people go and just sit on a five gallon bucket somewhere in the <laughs> yeah. woods and think you can shoot a deer. And that's what we used to do. I, I used to sit in the woods in a one of those fold out sports chairs and 
Oh yeah. Nine times out of ten, I was asleep. But <laughs> you, you you bring up the term sports chair. I don't understand that because not a lot of sports are done in a chair. <laughs> Lawn sports chair? viewing chair. Okay. Lawn chair, maybe. Right, thank you. I just wanted to uh, correct that. Now, Kurt Geyer, explain this to me. I feel like I'm in like an interrogation room. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'll ask the questions here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of like this. You're not asking the questions. We did it we in are. the library with a we pipe. Are. We should call this the interrogation <laughs> the files. The interrogation yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so Look at Steve's laugh up on the audio bars. Uh, 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 see that? <laughs> <laughs> Again, let's, let's keep this about you. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot what I was going to ask. <laughs> I seriously feel like I'm in trouble. You had a serious yeah. question there for a second, I feel like. I did, and I lost it. You lost it. No, I want to um, I want to know, what, what was that bow? Oh, the bow I started with? Yeah. The very first bow I that um, I, I remember asking for one for Christmas, like at random, and figuring I wasn't going to get one, because my dad didn't bow on at the time. And I got some like package deal. It came in like the plastic package off the shelf. Oh yeah, it was called like a Brave Warrior, <laughs> the or something. Farm and Fleet yeah. Special. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it was, but it was like a it was like a legitimate compound. Um, I was awful at it. I, nine times out of ten, I just shot arrows in the air and watched how far they would go. <laughs> and then like the first, we still do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing, not a whole lot's changed. Really. Yeah. And then like the first real legitimate like compound hunting bow I got was a Hoyt Ultra Sport. Um, and then my dad at the same time bought a reflex growler, um, wow. and that's the same buck he killed that, or the same bow he killed that hundred and ninety one inch mainframe <laughs> eight with. Wow. Um, but yeah, I shot that bow for a few years, and it you know I killed a few deer with it. I wish I still had it. I sold it. And kind of bummed out about it now, looking back. But you'll have another one someday. Yeah. <laughs> so your your hobbies as a young kid was was uh, hunting and BMXing. Yeah, and karate. What is BMXing? Bicycle motocross. Okay, was it bicycle or did you have a motor on it? Two legs. Motorless cross. <laughs> bicycle motorless cross. That doesn't make any sense, does it? Yeah. That's what it stands bicycle for, though, right? Yeah. Okay, so it should be B. Bicycle. Negative dash M X. Motocross means jumping. Moto. Huh? Not <laughs> motor. Motocross means jumping. Anyway, let's keep this about Kurt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, Kurt? We're going to switch this over to... Yeah, so I BMX raced. Okay. And rode. Uh, you're stalling on me, and I'm, I'm a little confused why. No, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to paint the picture here. Okay, so so you ride bicycles, and... Uh, <laughs> He's like, you're solving a crime. Yeah. And you shoot deer. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're doing. We're trying to figure you out. No, I remember being bummed, like, my BMX buddies being bummed out, because I'm like, hey, man, October's coming. I'm going to disappear for a few months. What the heck? I'm like, oh, every weekend. It's like, let's go ride at the skate park or whatever. I'm like, ah, I'm going hunting, man. Got deer to kill. <laughs> More important thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are the, can you relate BMX moto hobo crossing <laughs> and hunting? Can you, moto hobo cross? Are, are there any, I guess I said, I said motocross. Uh, you did say motocross. Are there, uh, <laughs> are, there, are there any similarities or are they just two different things that you just happened to love when you were growing up or? Um, I don't know. I guess if I dug deep enough and wanted to get real deep on everyone, I could probably find some similarities. I mean, you don't get good at anything by not doing it. So, I mean, the more you shoot, the better you are. The more you hunt and want to learn, the better you get. You know, if I just never rode my bike, I'm, you know, you're never going to get good. I think it takes, you You could compare this, taking chances would be a good way to compare it. Mm -hmm. um, with hunting, if you don't ever 
go for something, you're never going to do any good. With BMX, you're never going to, you know, if you're scared of a jump, being scared of it is never going to get you across that jump. You just kind of have to balls to the wall and go for it. Both of them are kind of a solo sport. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There's you don't have it on your own. There's yep. no team to rely on if you lose like basketball. You can't blame this one dude for doing, you know, it's it's all on you. It's all your fault. <laughs> yeah, Cuz Mark, you know, you, you rode actually, dirt bikes. Yeah, I actually raced some motocross and some hair scrambles. It's kind of funny before I ever met Kurt. I remember we used to ride up in Hampton, Illinois, mm-hmm. and I used to go through the neighborhood and I saw these little Oh, kids punk, riding punk bikes. Kids. Yeah. It was for sure <laughs> me. It, it was, was for sure like, me. Oh, I got a motor and you do A bunch don't. of kids go across the street, ride up in the neighbor's driveway, come back across, do some jumps, and get yep. out of the way, kids. Hey, yeah, that's pretty is, cool, yeah, man. That was this my house. The, uh, yep. That's actually the first time that you two met. The second time you guys actually were in the same room together, you had no idea either. Yeah, yeah. He was fighting you, uh, yeah, over in Davenport, a, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah kickboxing uh, match. Sturges on the river. Yeah. Oh, boy. Is that another error in your life, then? Kickboxing, karate, and kickboxing. Yeah, yeah they, they had fights next to the river. That's not. Uh, it was a uh, biker rally, is what it is. Yeah, Sturgis that, on the river. Is yeah, that I think that's something is. we need to talk. About. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's a, that was Papa Dave got you into that too, though, right? I mean, kind of yeah, like well, you guys did that together. right? I actually started karate way before BMX and hunting. I was eight years old, and I started. It's uh, when I started karate, and then once I got a little older, I got into like kickboxing and like the actual like fighting aspects of it and jujitsu. And then when I was about, uh, when I was about 18 and 19, I kind of started to fall out of it because cause you were a punk kid. I just got that. And I just got more into sh- shooting my bow and th- that's just all my interest fell into archery and hunting. And I can only juggle so many things and you just get hurt when you fight and it's no fun. You don't mm-hmm. ever, I mean, it's fun, but it's, you always feel like crap if you're going to do it enough. And, it's not something I liked enough to try to make a living out of, and I just I just fell out of it. I still watch them and stuff on TV. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of the sport, but I just don't participate anymore. So we'd say you wear your heart on your sleeve, but clearly you wear your passion on your uh, forearms. You have... <laughs> <laughs> you have I didn't know where that was going. You have, uh, you have quite a few critters tattooed uh, throughout your body, which, by the way, um, is disgraceful. <laughs> Thank to you. Ruin, Thank you. To ruin such a flattered, such a beautiful body. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> now I'm creeped out. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you tell us what uh, what you get tattooed? Because you're the like you. Don't. Uh, uh, come on, just, just describe. Um, I have uh, morels. I have a spring turkey. I'll say spring turkey because he <laughs> he's strutting. Um, I have one of the bucks I shot. I have a Yukon moose. I have the. Non-typical diagram from the Pope and Young score sheet on my wrist and leaves and acorns and all sorts of stuff like that on, on my, tattooed on me. Just because I'm never, I'll never regret that stuff. And if someone has an issue with that, I wouldn't want to talk to someone like that anyway. So Ooh. see you, Steve. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, guys. Steve, Steve closet, closet. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's that's it. Someone's offended by hunting. They're definitely not going to talk to me straight off the bat. <laughs> They're going to know right away. Yeah. That's yeah. absolutely fine. That's, I've never had anyone come up and say anything, obviously. I mean, because what vegan's going to tell you they don't like hunting to your face? <laughs> yeah. You know? Especially well, you know, uh, I wear a Chris Brackett shirt around that says killer on the front of it. <laughs> yeah, no, they'll, 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 they'll wait till they get home and uh, friend you on Facebook. Guy, and then yeah. 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 Tell hey, a piece guy. of shit <laughs> cut my throat out and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did, didn't I just see you five minutes ago? Yeah. 
<laughs> Wait, you're still in the it's same It's always some girl with me. purple hair, though. Yeah. That's always, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's always some girl with purple hair. Well, it's all that dye got down into their brain. Or something. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's probably works. true. But um, when you got a hollow head, that, that hair just sucks all that stuff in there like a straw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. If you ever eat a veggie burger, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's weird, but. <laughs> I mean, they're, not, they're not that bad. Now, Eric, you do this <laughs> closet. <laughs> you do this hunting podcast, and you know you've got some incredibly talented guys that you picked up for. Uh, hey, there's a couple in particular that are more talented than others. Um, but how did this all start? Um, it started out, and I'm, I kind of like hate really talking about this this one part of it, not the rest of the story. Um, I started getting into podcast. Um, one of my, my favorite podcasts, not a hunting podcast, is the Joe Rogan Experience, and I listen to that at work and stuff. And you know, they're, sometimes they're three, three and a half hours long. That gets you through. You know, you listen to two of those. That's your day almost. Yeah, you know? get you through it. So, and I really liked it because he would have like interesting guests on, and it was comfortable. And it was easy to listen to, and you know, now he has people that hunt on, and it's fun to listen to. Then you learn a lot. You know, you have different guests on, and I'm, I'm thinking, like, man, you know, I'm going to check out some of these hunting podcasts and see what they're like. So, you know, you type in hunting on the podcast app or whatever, and I just wasn't really into what there was, what was out at the time. And I was just kind of like, man, it'd be cool to start my own hunting podcast. You know, I didn't know any, like, I didn't know anything about anything when it comes to podcasting. And um, I put something out on Twitter. I don't even know why. I don't even remember how it was tweeted, but something, I want to start a hunting podcast. Like, I don't know if I asked, like, would anyone listen? I don't know what I did. And then you, if I'm right, you tweeted me. Mm-hmm. And then I don't really even remember what, how it went down. I just know kind of like how it got connected. You know what I mean? What did, what did you even tweet me? Is it... Uh, I just said, yeah, man, that'd be a cool idea. Oh yeah. I... yeah Cause you had your podcast. Yeah. And I, I, I... I had one at the time, and it was like, yeah, because I, I thought that'd be a super cool this idea. This was about two years ago, really, now. Just about, yeah. I thought that would be super cool, so I DM'd you and you know, asked if you were single, and you're like, what? And I said, ha-ha, JK, LOL, but R-L-Y. <laughs> <laughs> he remembers exactly. JK, I wonder, he really I does him, like your green eyes. Yeah, he does. <laughs> your beautiful body. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh so I, I remember, People could uh, take our podcast yeah. and chop it up and yeah. just blackmail oh, the hell out of us. <laughs> Skip the mushy stuff, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I remember. Yeah, that's so we got together, and then and then you came on and did the, the podcast. Good, the I old was Good on. Sirs podcast, a oh, comedy yeah. f- genre of comedy, right? Yeah, they, <laughs> it got uh, it got a little weird sometimes, but uh, <laughs> it was a lot of, of life, fun. Dude. So yeah, when you when you showed up. <laughs> To do it, you know, you were kind of like, yeah, I was a little nervous. I've never time. met a nerdier group of dudes in my life. I get <laughs> oh, there and they're yeah. like, yeah, you, there's like action figures around. Like this dude pulls out a bo- <laughs> like a bookcase and the yeah, studio the- was cool, but it's like you guys are talking about sports and on the podcast. I'm sitting there quiet. I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we used to run the gambit. But yeah, and then uh, and then, yeah, after that, I think you were partially hooked. You know, I think it would have, I would have I would have been more hooked if it would have been cooler people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it it was it was cool. It was a cool experience. You know, 
You just wanted to see what it was like. If probably. you've never been on a podcast, yeah, I want to see what. That's the whole point of it was see what it was like and see how it would go down and the feel of it. And you know, if you've never been on a podcast or you're a fan of podcast, you know, your first time on one, like you're being recorded and people are going to listen to it. Yeah. And you know, everyone's got their listener base. And you know, I was a hunter on a comedy podcast, and but you guys had you guys had your listeners, and no one probably knew anything about hunting. Well, maybe they did, but the majority probably did not. You know. Yeah. I mean, and you never know. Uh, it's nerve-wracking was... being recorded on a podcast show. You know, it is. <laughs> Your first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like, our so, first few episodes of this show were You probably didn't even listen to oh, it. Oh, they were yeah. awful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, some might argue it's still awful. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk first times, Kurt. Okay. The first time you ever drew a bow back, how does that feel... Can you remember that feeling, and how does it feel now when you are pulling back your current setup? Is it the same? No, it's not the same. I would say um, the first time drawing a bow back is like a feeling of when you don't have someone that – you know, me and my dad learned together pretty much. You know, I was young, so I was a kid, so things – I learned a little differently. Um, lost would be the first <laughs> word that comes to mind when I – you know, if I could think back – to shoot my old bow and then now more of a confidence slash um never good enough type of thing like i'm never i'm not satisfied in my shooting ever which is a good thing because if you, if you yep. ever get too satisfied then you just get too comfortable and then you never get better yeah then you just you shoot your bow improve. then you pull your bow out september 29th yeah. And shoot 10 arrows. So I'd say, like, good. then I had no idea where I, what I was doing. Now I have an idea of what I'm doing. That'd be the answer. A I'd little bit more. That. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little, a little, little, little. bit. Some people could argue that also. <laughs> so I want to – we've got to know Kurt Geyer as the, um, as the host. I want to get to know Kurt Geyer, the woodsman. Uh, you out in the woods <laughs> – I want to know your hunting style based on everyone else's. What time do you typically get to the woods in the morning? Well, it depends on what time of year. I'd say I'm in the stand 30 to 45 minutes before daylight. depends on what area it is. If I know a deer is getting in there early, like the crack of, day of shooting light, I'll get in there a little sooner to let things settle down. Um, that's my answer. What do you do to pass time in the tree stand? I honestly don't. I sit still, but I'm like super fidgety. Like if it's, I just feel like there's a buck around, like is coming that second. Like if you, if you could watch me in the tree stand, I'm just like a cat that's about to pounce. Like I'm alert nonstop. So like my alertness and I guess, I don't know what the word is. Um, What's the word when you think positively about everything? You're uh, optimistic. You're optimistic. Yeah, optimistic. My optimism is like full blown death wow. comp nine alert. Like I'm ready to rock. Like there's a deer coming. I just taught you a word and then you used it in a different form. Yeah, I knew the word. I just <laughs> you just couldn't remember it. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't remember, remember it. it. I've always I've always wished that if I could have one superpower. Well, there's two. 
The first one is to always be able to pull out exact change every time from your wallet. <laughs> That's a good superpower. <laughs> Don't matter the ticket item. <laughs> That's a really good change anymore. I don't either. But I wish I did. I wish I did though. Yeah, because now you think about it. Matter, oh, this house is nine million dollars. Well, that's funny because I have exactly nine million dollars plus tax. Oops. That's a good superpower. But the superpower. Now, would you agree that this is probably a better superpower to just have like a spidey sense, except you can just no, sense when deer are around. You should ask him what mm. his what what his superpower would be. Okay, fine. What's well, your that's super- a tough question. You let me answer, let me answer the first question. No, when deer are around or knew where deer... No, you could just sense, like, if you're just sitting there, all of a sudden a deer gets within 70 yards of you, you perk up and you go, I know... I feel like I have that superpower, though. Okay. <laughs> like, how would you not know, though? Because if you don't see one, you never knew it was there. But, if, like, if you kind of, like... If you look and see one there, you think you have that power, right? Does that make sense? No, like, if there's one behind you, you like, you just know. It's like... Oh my God, he's here! A sixth sense, just a like deer, sense, like deer yeah. have. That's a decent one. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I okay. don't really know how to answer that. Well, what that. superpower would you rather have? Ooh, for your hunting. I'm not going to see something stupid like invisibility or that I could fly because everyone says those. You know, to, to relate with hunting, what superpower um, would you want? So you just called everyone. I would say. Um, no, it doesn't have to relate to hunting. Oh, okay. I would well, say then. night vision. Ooh, there you go. Ooh. Night vision for sure. That's number one. Because right I would walk in. Yep. And you uh, hear, uh, hear stuff, and you're like, "Can I? Can uh, I? Can, can I have two? Can I have two yeah. with night vision? Can I pair in another one?" Yeah, you're. A su- you can have superpowers. You can have the ability to have as many powers as you want. That's your night superpower. vision and the ability to turn off the feeling of temperature. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's a good Ooh. one. That's that a good is one. a good one. That's a good one. I w- since the smell would be third. Pick. I was gonna say. Smell yeah, I was about to say smell because the yeah. Basically, I wish them. I was a human deer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see at night. You could be yeah. out in the weather. And you can smell. Yeah, yeah, I wish I was a human deer. That's my superpower, <laughs> the deer man. <laughs> Except not made of venison. <laughs> they do have superpowers. Pretty solid. Pretty do. solid superhero, right? Yeah, that is. Yeah. The that antlers I could do or do without, you yeah. know. But you can, I always, would, you can always trim them. I would yeah. just gore people though, <laughs> if I had antlers. Like Steve, you would be dead. Like yeah. I would, would have gored you. Like just bam. <laughs> But, well, uh, that sounded a little weird. Um, let's continue on. But it, ma- but it makes wow. total sense. Hurry quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Think right. of another so, question. <laughs> okay, so everybody has their regrets in hunting. What is one moment that you could you wish you could take back? One shot, one time you accidentally spooked a deer. Just one moment that out of all the moments you could ever take back. And don't say starting this podcast. I'm talking. I was going to say. <laughs> I was waiting. I knew it was. One tweeted moment. you. Honey <laughs> wise. Tweeting to Steve. You know, maybe a day you didn't go out. Just anything. One day. Uh, or wait, Take just, back or do differently. Uh, take either, back. Either or. And do differently. Ooh, both, huh? <sighs> yeah, okay. I This one thing, it kills me. Um, when I was my uh, probably my second year bow hunting, uh, being so young. I was hunting in Fulton County, and I was in a. Um, I used to hunt only out of ladder stands. I was too scared being young to hunt out of a like a legitimate hang on like I do now. Um, I was sitting in this hang on, and I used to film deer from like long. I showed you guys those footage. I have uh-huh. like 170 inch, 180 inch deer on film. Just you know, cruising. They're 500 yards out with a bow, but I was so entertained being young. I'm seeing deer. Um, I had a buck coming behind me, um, chasing a doe. And I'll never forget, this deer was so big, he got stuck up in a bunch of vines, and he had to stop and tangle out his antlers. And he came 10 yards and was moving just quick, chasing this doe. And nowadays, you know, 
knowing what I know now and my experience, I could have drew back and squeezed off a shot. Then I'm in like full blown panic mode. Buck fever's running. I don't know what to do. <laughs> this buck is. I just I remember it because I have a trail cam picture of this deer also, so I remember it more vividly. Big, just ivory white rack, um, like four inch brow tines, split G twos on both sides, split G threes on both sides, G four, and then a main beam. Dang. And this thing ran out, and you know I, I know this from watching monster bucks when I was young. I'm going bat 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 bat. He stops at like. 50 yards, way oh, too far oh, for me oh, to shoot oh. at the time. 20 yards was like my max range. Turns around and looks at me. And, yeah, I'll just never forget that. I had that deer right underneath me, and I could have shot him. And, I, like you know, that deer probably would have been 170s hmm. or bigger maybe. Like just a stud, just a dream whitetail. That's one thing I wish I could go back with what I know now. But yeah. then again. You got to figure all that you, out. It's how you learn. It's how it's you how learn. You, learn. Yeah. you know, it's. You know, maybe I'll have another chance at a deer like that. Maybe not if I, whatever. So well. you you mentioned 170, and you would know what a 170 looks like and fill in the blank because. I'm a measurer for the Pope and Young Club. There you go. <laughs> there you go. But you so, wasn't back then. so I wasn't back then, not even close. But So how long have you been a measurer, Kurt? I've been a, like an official measure since 2010 for Pope and Young. But I, I've measured deer unofficially i guess you could say like learning curve for probably f- three or four years before that so probably probably for about 10 years i've been measuring deer and oh. i've been an official measurer for about five or well, six this year this summer will be about six years six six years six <laughs> six six whole years man yep that's why i figured it was time to get a Pope and Young tattoo. Because <laughs> it's been six whole years. <laughs> six whole years? Yeah, it's about time. It's about you know? time yeah. I guess I can throw it on there. Yeah. Steve's got running dry. No, I'm here. not. I'm just, I was, I was seeing it. You're doing uh, great, by the way. I, you should be like a CNN reporter or something. Uh, I want uh, no, to work be. for a legitimate news organization. <laughs> <laughs> Fox. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so, um, you know, we've, we've talked a little bit about, you know, you hunting um obviously you know you learned a lot from your dad and you didn't you didn't hunt with uh because you don't have a brother so you didn't hunt with him no 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 brothers um but your sister you have one sister and she never pulled the interest for hunting which is completely fine yeah well (laughs) saves more hunting for me (laughs) saves all the hunting for you um no we tried we you know we asked and you know she just didn't you know, some people don't want that don't in. Take you know, that's cool too. So we just never bothered with it. So, let me ask you this: What would you rather have? What obviously you love whitetail hunting, mm-hmm. but I want I want to I want to ask this: What would you do? Or what situation would you rather be put in? Say you you get put in that. You get put in that. What that situation same, would I rather be put? Yeah, in? Yeah, you get put in that same situation. With that deer that you were talking about. Yeah. Or you just see one of the biggest turkeys. I'm talking his beard's dragging on the ground. This is spring turkey hunting. His okay. beard's a dragon. He's got like three, four, five, seven of them. And he's just <laughs> strutting, <laughs> running through hens. 
Steve's doing all this off the top. He has a piece of paper. Like, I oh, he's, he's like, he's like drawing yeah, he's stuff over here. Yeah, this is all <laughs> he freestyle. Looks at, he looks important, but he's just yeah. like got yeah, circles saying, and stuff and squares. It's a smiley face. Yeah. That's I'm saying this is the biggest turkey you've yeah. ever seen. I mean, this is like, like a world record turkey. This turkey looks like a Volkswagen Beetle, like okay. coming down the. It's like a 35 pound wherever, oh, yeah, Boss yeah, Gobbler. I mean, hey, this, <laughs> <laughs> this thing could end. <laughs> this this thing could end world hunger if you shoot this this big old slob turkey. I would take the buck over world hunger. No brainer. Would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you? for sure. No brainer. No brainer. Come on, turkeys are cool, man, but they're not that cool. No. All right. What if it's a regular Merriam turkey? Don't matter. Deer are way cooler than turkeys, man. Yeah, That's wow. bottom line. Turkeys are yeah. cool. Don't get me wrong. I love turkeys, yeah. but the my love for turkeys doesn't even come close to my love for whitetails. Is it because you can't hunt turkeys in Illinois after 1 o'clock? <laughs> no, it's just because tur- <laughs> turkey is just a bird. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, a deer is yeah. so much more fascinating. Um, they're just, I mean, turkeys are complex. Don't get me wrong. They are. There's a lot to turkey hunting. And, you know, there's, you can get as technical with turkey hunting as you can about anything else. But there's just something about the intelligence of a whitetail and just the process and the age and how you can follow them and just the biology and the. It's, there's so much to it, the buck for sure. I think it's yeah. the reward of something that large too, because I have had yeah. a lot of people ask me when I used to duck hunt a lot. You love duck hunting, or what's more fun? You know, I said, well, duck hunting's more fun because you get to more BS, action. BS with yeah. your buddies yeah. in the blind. You don't have to yeah. sit there and be quiet. Yeah. But when I actually get a duck or get a deer, that's the reward is just it's a totally different ten thing. times different. Well, yes. yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, like. One of my best friends is not a bow hunter, even close. You know, he's an inner city lib, and I love the dude to death. And he shows an interest in hunting because I'm into it, you know. And he, he'll have conversation with guys that he knows that hunt because I hunt and just he'll use it That's as. That's where he gets a knowledge. Oh, from. I know who yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, my buddy Dakota. <laughs> and um, I can't remember where I was going with this. I, well, I'll explain to him. It's just like, dude, oh, yeah, this is where it is. You know, when you first start bow hunting, you see a deer and he's at 100 yards running away, and you look at that thing, and you're like, that seems so far away. How could I ever shoot that thing with an arrow? Yeah. You know, and then when you shoot one with an arrow, and it's like, oh, my God, I did it. <laughs> you know, that's like when you see, like, rams. The other episode, Mark, you said, um, like, bighorn sheep would be, a, like, a dream hunt. Do you see that thing up on a mountain? You're like, oh, my God, how am I ever going to get close enough to shoot one with a bow? Yep. But when you do it, it's going to, it's the, the most rewarding thing ever. Yeah, yep. It's amazing. So, what's the scariest moment you've ever had in the woods? Scariest? Um, I don't know. I've never really been... I got scared by a raccoon really bad last year, and I can explain how. <laughs> Dude, I've been punked out by a squirrel before. It's, it ain't nothing. Um, not, I've never really been, like, scared. When I was young, I got turned around really bad in, in the morning in the rain, and couldn't see i wasn't like frightened i just found I, that wasn't really scary it was just kind of like i was lost i don't know i've never you didn't pee your pants no nothing <laughs> i could probably should have nothing really scary <laughs> last year i had um i got down was walking back to my to my jeep and it was dark and i had there was a ravine and about eye level across the ravine i saw eyes and i heard snarling like something was fighting over there <laughs> and i'm like what the heck is that over there because i've heard raccoons fight you know and it wasn't it didn't sound like a raccoon I'm like, what is snarling over there, man? And I hear something scurrying around. I'm like, dude, there's a rabid coyote over there, and I'm going to get mauled. So I'm like, dude, what a cool story would be if I got a cool scarf from a coyote. That's a weird thing about me, too. I can get into that after this. And it just turned out to be two raccoon, raccoons brawling, 
And it did not sound like two raccoons brawling. It was like snarls and stuff. I thought it was like a dog or a coyote. Ground grizzlies go at it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nasty. Yeah. I've heard in the middle of town in Eldridge. Yeah. It's, it's wicked. It just it <laughs> threw me off guard. You know, I was just kind of like, dude, that thing, like, it didn't run off. It just, I could hear it scurrying. And it looked like it was snarling at me. I'm like, this coyote has rabies. I'm about to get bit up by this thing, man. I have a weird fascination with, like, some reason. And I've heard Steve Rinella say the same thing, so I don't feel as weird. Um Getting hurt by the game you hunt, but living and having a cool scar to tell about it. Like, <laughs> I would like to get charged by a whitetail and just get, like, a pretty cool, like, gash wound, but, like, not live. and be, or, or live. And, no, I say you want to live. Yeah, yeah live. Yeah. I just want to not live I mean, anymore. Not so. get, like, mortally <laughs> wounded, but just be like, oh, man, I'm going to go get stitched up. And then I'd be like, yeah, I got mauled by a whitetail. man. man. Yeah. Really? Yeah, cool. Uh, you There's something been, cool about cool that. Cool story. Yeah. Should have been over at my house cool a couple story, years bro. ago. I was uh, hunting sparrows and got uh, swarmed by sparrows. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I was ever, like, in Alaska and, like, something was going to kill me, like, uh, like a grizzly attack me, I want, like, a really epic story written about me. Like, yeah, Kurt got attacked by this grizzly, and the grizzly bit his bow in half, and he fought it off with a knife, and, you know, Kurt died, and so did the grizzly, and it's just, <laughs> you know. Legends of the Fall. Yeah, like, yeah. I want something like oh, that. So, somehow he got laid right before he died. He was a hero. <laughs> yeah, like, I, like, I, like, slit the grizzly's jugler, and I went out, and then, the jugler, and then it died right next to me, you know, like, that's kind of like, that's how I picture my fate, you know. So if I, if I plan a trip to Alaska, like, just know, like, oh, if, Kurt Grins into the Grizzlies. We can write an awesome story about yeah. you. I'll run, exactly. I'll run camera, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Grizzly died. Yeah, you got a cameraman just watching like, who follow you? I love you so hard. The cameraman doesn't help you. He's like, this is his fate. He, he wants just, this to happen. The Grizzly dies next to him. <laughs> <laughs> I got a picture of his cool scar, though. Check it out. <laughs> Do you imagine people think that's like a murder-suicide situation? <laughs> like, I just like sliced the Grizzly's jugular and went out with him, man. He just... <laughs> Jugler? Isn't it juggler? Yeah, but it's better. As yeah, juggler. juggler's way more dramatic. Yeah. No, no, no. Juggler. No, a, 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 ju- a jugular. I mean, the, the jugglers put clown face paint on. They're from Kelowna, Illinois. Oh my. Hey, That's awesome. We got Mark crying would over you, here. Would you, would you ever consider wearing ICP? Face paint out in the woods. Dude, if you were that, you deserve to get attacked by a grizzly man. <laughs> well, you can't spray Fago in their face. And let them... No, it's not pepper oh, spray. God. It's not bear uh, mace. Yeah, I'm going to do that next. Bear spray. So... Next season, I wish I would have thought of that before. I'm going to wear some ICP face paint out in the woods. <laughs> I can't. I don't even know if you even asked me a question. I more just threw that out there. Like that's how I want to go. You know? Well, the question turned into something yeah. else. Where yeah, you yeah. ran yeah. with yeah. it. Everyone's scared. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. I just want to throw that out there. That's what everyone. If everyone knows. That's, so if I go to Alaska, just be like, yeah, if he doesn't come back, yeah. like you know? we can just play this episode as your obituary. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like if I ever hit like a dark time in my life, like I'm just gonna fly to Alaska and look for a Grizzly to fight with a knife. <laughs> All right, let's go, Grizzly. We're doing this. So just. Yeah, until the grizzly pulls out a sharp, pointy stick, and you're like, uh-oh. A spear. <laughs> just saying, if shit hits a fan, that's where I'm at, you know? <laughs> if we can't find it to do I a just podcast, like, we got to go to Alaska. That's a less him. cowardly way to take yourself out, <laughs> is fight a grizzly to the death with a knife. <laughs> it's actually, the le- like, if you want to go out, but you don't want to go out like no punk. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, or like, dude, just, or I'd rather just be like, 
trying surfing for the first time and just get swallowed by a great white. Like, that's how I want to go. Like, I don't want to, like, <laughs> that's why I sold my Harley. I didn't want to go by getting pulled, like, an old lady pull out in front of me and then me just eat the dirt that way. I'd rather just, like, jump in a swamp yeah. with a bunch of alligators. So you want to yeah. get, you want to get roughed up by a big old critter is like, what you Go want. like okay. you mean it. Like, go like you yeah. live. Don't go like you were just moseying. You know? Die hard. Yeah, yeah die hard. <laughs> you know? He died peacefully sure in his sleep. Yeah, I'd rather just get stomped no, out by a Yukon fight. moose, you know? Than... This guy was fighting a moose, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, like, I want to shoot a, mo- a moose at 10 yards with my bow and him just turn and trample me. Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to be, like, on a on a float plane on the way there and have it go down. Well, that'd be a pretty epic way to go, too, but yeah. enough about my death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a long yeah. episode about it's your pretty death, cool, how you want to die. It's funny yeah. enough. I just figured yeah. people should know that about yeah, me. Yeah. That's my mindset, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Ride or die, man. Some some deep shit about me. That was some deep shit. You're stuff, welcome, man. guys. You're welcome. Uh, if you ever want to kill him, just throw him in the woods with no. a grizzly bear. Hey, you yeah. ever, ever want to get killed? Ask Kurt th- this question. Ooh. Kurt, where are you hunting at? Um, no, where, where's your property? In the woods. The, the reason why that's a tough question, and everyone will know that's a tough question, because everyone that hunts knows that question too well. And if someone asks you that question and you say, I hunt in Mercer County, Illinois, then you say, cool, man, I hunt in Henry. Yep. You know, that's if they tell you that's that's where they limit it to, if someone says, I hunt in Illinois and you're in the middle of Illinois, just go, cool, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go, but where? Yeah. What's your longitude and latitude? <laughs> yeah. Illinois. And then you give that deep, long, lingering stare, <laughs> like, that's where I hunt. And the, the only reason why... I'm, People are like that, so it's people who put in the hard work to kill something, and mm-hmm. you hear the people that don't put in the hard work that think that just because you kill big deer where you hunt, thinks that they're after behind every tree. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve, you've been to my property. You know that's not the case. <laughs> no, it's not. I, I've i seen your, your property, and we're not, I'm not just trying to sit here and talk you up, uh, but we've gone through there, and I'm like, dude, there's deer in here? <laughs> and I've seen some of those trail cam pictures. I go, eh, there's no way. So I... I I still don't trust that that's where you hunt. You think I'm making it up? I'm, I, you have to be. You've helped they, me pull deer out of there. Dude, yeah, whatever. It's, it's, I brought them here so Steve would know. Like, dude, you carried that over here. Like, we're in the middle of a park. <laughs> like, there's a swing set yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> you did not shoot this here. <laughs> I took a dive south. No, it's not. Just get stuck in. <laughs> the bear Kurt died, but the bear died too. <laughs> like you can't just let it take you out. Like you have to take it with. You. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. mean, geez, oh, so that God. way Mark can find it and mount it. Yeah, and put a picture of me next to the mount. Everyone will really lose. <laughs> <laughs> like he lost, but he won. Die, I mean, but not lose. It's just the epic battle, you know. <clears throat> I'll ask you this: Have you? Uh, and I'm sure the answer is yes, along with everybody. But have you ever found a shed that you don't know what deer it came from, but you got so excited? Oh yeah, you might for, see it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, we found the heaviest eight point shed ever uh, when we hunted in Fulton County, and I, I didn't know the deer. Never saw the deer. Um, yeah, it was just it was a monster eight. Everyone has that. You've had that, haven't you, Mark? Oh, yeah. Everyone does. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I like how you're the only person that can think of questions here on the show. Yeah. I was trying to think. Of Mark, something. what are you doing over here? I'm Where's not an invest. I'm, I'm not at a CNN guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, what is your future biggest goal? What would be Ooh. your biggest dream, I guess, for hunting? As far as, I guess you could divide it into whitetails and then 
also That's maybe something else too. Like, what would you before you die? What would you say? I did this. Okay. V- fight a bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I guess we just went over that. Right? <laughs> um, no, I guess in the archery thing. I mean, do you want to be uh, Levi Morgan? Do you want to just kill 140 inch deer your whole life? Do you want to get a 200 inch deer. That's quite a drastic dip. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. I don't really have an interest in like making it like making a living or being famous out of like archery. Like I think shooting spot targets and stuff is fun. Like, and I enjoy it. It is archery. It's enjoyable, but I don't, I would rather shoot 3d archery, like foam targets and uh, you know, animal targets and stuff like that. Probably. I don't know. My main goal is, you know, I'm happy shooting 145, 150-inch deer every year. If I can, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. I would like to be able to, you know, kill, you know, every every whitetail hunter wants to shoot 170-inch deer, 100 and, you know, a 200-inch dime, typical, or whatever. You know, that's that would be awesome. I, you know, I, that's I strive for that every year. Um, but if you, those deer aren't on your property, it can't happen. Um, my dream as a hunter and an outdoorsman is to own my own property, you know, even if I buy my own 40 acres and um, just manage what I can there or get my neighbors on a management plan, that's that's my dream, mm-hmm. to have a place where I never have to worry about, um, like, it's mine. Right. It's my property. You can call it your own. I call I can do whatever I want with it, and my kids will have a place to grow up mm-hmm. and hunt. And even if it's 20 acres, it's something. Right. Even I can go, I mean, I could set a stand up in my backyard right now, but it's not the same, you know. But yeah. if I can hunt, I'm happy. As a whole, I would like to have... A moose, an elk, and a red stag would be, like, something really cool to have on the wall, um, just as a bow hunter in general, um, within my lifetime. One of each, and I'll, I would be pretty content. So. so, out of all the deer you have hanging in this house, I mean, they're everywhere, which one was your favorite to shoot? I'm going to put a tie on it between the buck I shot this year, my, my eight-pointer, and the buck I have. I shot a really big buck in 2012 with, like, a like a six inch straight out kicker off his g3 so it doesn't split it just goes straight off the g3 and i like that deer so much the way the way the hunt happened and uh not just the deer in general but the story behind it yeah 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 both the stories behind both of them but that buck's just so unique you never see i've never seen another kicker off off the g3 like that on a deer where it just goes straight out towards the front of his rack and that's i don't know people see that deer and they're just oh man that kicker's weird off the g3 there yeah. and he looks like a 170 inch eight pointer but he yeah. he's not he's I mean, unique he's, he has a lot of deductions but it you know that's just a number at the end of the day <clears throat> let's um <clears throat> let's talk after the hunt and don't <clears throat> after i do because it's rude <laughs> <laughs> so i minus, was talking so i cleared my throat because uh, i don't care there. minus one point <clears throat> <laughs> okay thank you let's talk after the hunt okay you go to hunting camp right and i know you asked me this but what uh what beverage you bringing in <laughs> <laughs> if it's beer mm-hmm. if i'm going to hunting camp with my boys and i'm bringing a beer it's going to be like are we talking you got to give me a layout like are we drinking all night this I'm is the ta- same questions you asked <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> I'm talking you're hanging with your boys us and we're drinking all night type of You just party. shot a big buck and we're partying somebody at deer camp in okay, their house has one of those punch machines 
All right. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh, it's a real party. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm stopping, and I'm, I'm – okay, I'm going to throw this at you right here. This is going to be a unique answer. I'm going to stop at high V. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a U-Pick 6, and I'm going to throw one, six random craft beers. Five of the six will be IPAs. One of them will be a dark stout for the next day. And then the rest, I'll bring an 18-pack of Coors Light. <laughs> Okay. Maybe maybe some fireball, maybe some rumple mints oh, too. Boy. Depends how big a deer I killed. I mean, it, if I kill the buck, yeah, we're partying. Oh yeah, we're so, partying. Well, if you shot the buck, I think someone else would be buying you beer. So what beer do you want people to buy you? If someone else is gonna buy, give me a bottle of rumple mints and a bottle of fireball, we'll do Ooh. fire and ice shots all night until we hit the dirt. Nope. <laughs> that won't be long. Um, there's my answer. Complex, yet effective. Eh, gets the job done. Fire and ice. <laughs> What uh, what's been your right now? What I forgot how to word this. You're dry. No, no, no. What is your ideal hunting camp look like? Ideal hunting camp, man. That's a great. That's a great question. Um, okay, so we used to hunt in Fulton County, and there was an old soils testing lab um, that we turned into a hunting camp. I would take that old soils testing lab. It had a, a, a spot with all the cots where everyone would crash. And then we had like a kitchen area with a round table and with like countertops all around each wall. And we'd all sit, all the alcohol would go in the middle. And then everyone would stand around it. We'd cook and we'd eat and talk hunting stories. And it would just be that with all my hunting buddies. Same thing as it was, but I have more hunting buddies now. <laughs> would we be invited? <laughs> You're my hunting buddies, yeah. Okay. okay. All of us just around. Just having we a good old time. Podcast. Yeah. Do basically, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is, is doing a podcast after yeah. a successful hunt like we did this oh, year. That'd be a terrible and, idea. And having a good time. <laughs> that, have, a mobile, have a mobile recorder out for a party like that. Oh mm-hmm. boy. boy. Yeah. That's my ideal hunting camp. So what's uh what's your ideal meal at that hunting camp? Oh man. Venison would be great, like some fresh backstrap. Just yeah. cut them right off the deer you just shot. Yeah. And and, and 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 not, not that good. Not that good. No. What? What? That's a joke. Um, we one time we had uh, bacon. We hunted with a guy from yeah. We hunted with a guy from New England, and he had a uh, fresh scallop shipped in overnight, and Ooh. we did fresh scallops. With, uh-huh. with yeah, you butter. could send those right on back. Um, it was amazing. <laughs> um, you would eat them? No, I wouldn't. <clears throat> yeah, well, you promise. Oh, I hate scallops. Ooh, that's this my, is not uh, about me. Well, he had lobster one time too. So that's that was anything good in hunting. Anything is good in hunting camp. What do you like and dislike the most, or what do you enjoy the most, or what drives you the most, and what part of it don't you like as far as the podcast goes? Oh, as what far as gets po- you excited that you'd like to sit down and work on it with all the stuff that people have no idea what goes on? I like um, the one of the biggest things I like about the podcast is, I mean, there's it's motivating. I don't know. More, be, be like behind the scenes you're saying yeah i guess what what makes you want to come home from work and come in here and do what you got to do to do it what's the most fun part you like to sit down and you like reading the comments com- communicating like, with people or do you like yeah. to like fiddle with the music and the setup get and the word to, out i like playing yeah. with the podcast i mean there's a lot of stuff i've edited for the podcast that doesn't actually get put on the podcast i think that's fun it's a, it's a huge learning curve mm-hmm. um like the production of it um, my favorite thing probably like if, we're, if I'm doing the social media and our stuff is talking to people mm-hmm. that actually listen or just people that hunt and I just like talking to people that hunt yeah. and, and interacting and sharing stories and the people that are humble that's the biggest thing and 
90% of the people that hunt are really humble. Um, the other 10% is a swinging dick competition, like mm-hmm. we've said, you know, and I, that's my favorite thing is, yeah. you know, it's, <clears throat> I don't know, interaction between other hunters. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just hunting camp all the time when you do that, when you surround yeah. yourself with good people and people that hunt, you really never leave hunting camp. So, and I feel like I've done a pretty good job at it since the podcast started. All my right. friends hunt for the oh, most yeah. part. and We're not your yeah. friends, Kurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just hunting buddies. They just use me yeah, for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. but, for so that's my favorite thing. I Just interaction. All right, I got hunters. one for you. For everyone that doesn't know Kurt Geyer, what's one thing you want them to know about you? Ooh. Kind of stole this from Steve's podcast, but yeah. it's a good question. The grizzly bear thing would be one. I mean, that would be a good one. Ooh. That's a really hard question. I knew that was going to circle back around when I asked it. Um, I have a really soft side. <laughs> I'm a crier. Yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's when my outsides are on, or my insides are on my outsides from yeah. a grizzly. Um, <laughs> Man, I don't know. Man, this grizzly opened him up like a pinata. I don't really have um, anything. Nothing? No, Did I don't know. Do we stump you? I think I'm a pretty open person. I think that I don't really have a lot hidden. I feel like if, uh, you know, on the podcast, obviously you have to be a little restricted with what you say because people are going to listen to it. But I feel like in person, when you talk to me, I kind of tell everybody what I'm all about. Or like if I do something that's embarrassing, I'll talk about it (laughs) and own up to it. And I don't know. I just don't. There's really nothing out there. If you know me personally, you know a lot more probably than you ever should want to know. That's true. (laughs) I don't really think there is anything that I can think of right now. So I want I want to come back to a uh, to a previous question, but tag along on that. And you uh, you asked me on mine, so I'm going to ask you. Mm-hmm. Out of all the people we've got to know in this short little year so far, mm-hmm. who has been your favorite that you've gotten to know? That was just a guest on the podcast, or guest somebody we met because of it. Anything just. Excluding Mark, because I knew him before the podcast. Oh, yeah, since you were like a kid, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's tough. Met a lot of cool people. Yeah, I've met a lot of cool people. We've made a lot of really good friends, too, from this podcast. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's, you know, we can't really, you can't really explain that in words, like how cool people we've met and how, how many friends we've made. Probably my favorite group of guys from the podcast, I got to group it up, is all the guys from the Bone Shed. Yeah. Those guys are the coolest group of guys. You go in there. They you, treat you like family. Man. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It's so much fun. I, you can't be around those guys enough. When we were with them guys at ATA, I had the time of my life, and I don't know. It's just fun. I just like how everyone can give each other shit, and it's funny, yeah. and no one ever gets offended, and it it's just a good family. So I would say all the guys from the Bone Shed are – my favorite group of dudes that I would have to say that we've met from the show. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're all right. I mean, yeah, I kind of made all that up. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, take or leave them. You know, yeah, yeah, great met, dudes. I haven't met them near as many times as you guys, and that would be my answer. Yeah, Tim, oh, yeah. that guy, man, he's a riot. He's a legend. Yeah. Poppy, yeah. I mean, they're all good guys. Jordan, they're yeah. all good, man. You can't. Jordan's been in this studio. Yeah, yeah, Tim, Tim will be. We'll get him in here. I told Poppy, man, you got to come down and do an episode, man. And they both do. Can't We're wait. calling you guys out right meow. Yeah. I cannot wait. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, I. that's just the first thing that comes to mind. I I haven't disliked anyone I've met from the podcast or anything like that, so... <clears throat> I've been cleaning my, clearing my right. throat again. We're going to... New Hunter comes up to you and says, what's the one piece of advice 
you'd give them for their first time going into the woods? Stay patient, stay persistent. That's a good answer. I want to hit you with some rapid-fire questions. You ready? Rapid-fire away, my boy. <laughs> Favorite camo pattern? Throwback real tree. Retro real tree. <laughs> Whiskey or gin? Gin. Drop tine or split G3? Drop tine. Two drop tines or two split G3s? Two drop tines. Oh. <laughs> it's like the same question, kind of, ain't it? <laughs> Keep well, them coming. I, you, know, you never know, man. You never know. You throw that second. Keep them G3. coming. Keep right. them coming. I'll rapid fire them off all day. We got a good six minutes left in this yeah, episode. Yeah, no, you I'll, want, all right. I'll, I'll fill it up. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Think of some, Mark. Turkey some. hunting or bow fishing? Bow fishing. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's bow fishing. Um, bow fishing, simple answer, yeah. I was going to get more into detail, bow fishing. Bow fishing or 3D? 3D. Longbow or recurve? Ooh, that's a tough one, though. Hold yeah, on, let me reevaluate. Yeah, I want yeah. you to think about that. 3D, because more people, more your the camaraderie and more of your friends are there, 3D. I love okay. both. I love both almost as equally as much, but. Okay. Recurve or longbow? I don't have any experience with a longbow, so recurve. Okay. I'm better at these rapid fire. I was going to say fixed, European mount. fixed or expandable, but Ooh, that's a tough question. <laughs> I didn't want to throw that on you. That's a tough question. That is a tough one. I'm going to say the new Muzzy Trocar expandable deal they got going on. I haven't seen that. Yet. Oh, I haven't. I gotcha. we're going to play with it for the podcast. Oh, cool. All right, you got that. you got. Say you got a little rental property. You got one spot left. Okay. Either European mount or dome mount. Which one to go with? European mount or dome mount? Yeah, you only got room for one, and you have both. Which one do you put up there? <laughs> European mount, probably, because if it's probably a big old butt. Yeah, <laughs> it might be. I don't know. Yeah. Just yeah, that's a decent question. Just want to know. It's okay. That was like a fifty on a scale of one hundred question. All right, decent. Freestyle or written rap? <laughs> written every time. <laughs> <laughs> Straight lyricist. <laughs> lyricist. <laughs> Little dicky. <laughs> Is that it, huh? <laughs> Hinge release or thumb button release? Hinge. Oh. Every time. Where do you see yourself in 10 years in the hunting industry? Oh, <laughs> that's a, Dang, that is a good question. Yikes. Marty Mark's always hiding In the same there, seat, yeah. doing the same podcast at the same level. Yeah. With the same people I know? No, I don't know. Man, I think, really, on, just, I just want to know people. Yeah. I just want to meet a bunch of people yeah. and continue having a good time. Experience that, things in life. Yeah. Within the With first the year, we have years. met a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, that's really it. Just experience things, meet people, and... Uh, Keep shooting my bow and hanging out with good friends. and I got one for you. That's all you really can ask for in life and yeah. in the hunting industry. I'm trying to make my life, so that's, that's really what I want. What's Here's up? one. Bone collector or real tree road trips? Oh, man. That's tough. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Real tree road trips. I know the answer. Yep. Formatted my hunting attitude almost in a way. like That developed my like crazy interest for hunt. I don't know. I just love real tree road trips. When you, if you want to talk about the bone collector crew, or if you want to talk about just the shows in general, just shows. Which your DVR is filling up. The, you can only record one of these. I would say 
Realtor Road Trips, the first like six seasons, Realtor Road Trips, but like currently, uh, Bone Collector. There's more personality and the whole crew of Bone Collector. Their, di- their dynamic dynamic is real close road to trips. ours. Realtor Road Trips was fun, dude. dude. When it first came out. It was the first show it. like that. Yeah, you know? I loved it right. too, man. I got, I got, I got a better one. This is this is a throwback one. This will see how hipstery you are. Monster Bucks DVDs or VHS tapes? The the VHS for sure. Oh, right. the VHS for sure. That's when they did the uh, they did a couple of them on the DVDs. But man, if Bill Jordan, if you're listening, man, bring <laughs> back the 3D tournaments on the Monster Bucks uh, DVDs. Yes. Come on, throw me a bone here. We're, I'm gonna call T Bone up and just be yeah. like, hey man, talk them into getting those 3D tournaments back yeah. in there. We'll talk to Tim and them guys. See if they can't put it in a little. A little word a little, for yeah, us. A little shove up a little bit. That was bit. the hey, best thing you... about those DVDs, man. Yep. They mix it up in between. I mean, that's what we do now. We just don't film it like that. You mm-hmm. know, as a group of friends, we shoot like that. Yeah. Bring that back. VHS, Monster Bucks for sure. <laughs> all right. Well, here's a, a classic question that will be asked on all four. Um, you have to pick three hunters. Oh, yeah. I forgot this oh, yeah. question. Pick the, the group of three. Who are your top three dogs? In the race for whitetail hunters, Midwest whitetail. I'm talking. Is this like famous people and everyone, or close? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think he did both, didn't he? Oh, I did do both. Yeah, I did. Th- <clears throat> I did three people, and then you close do friends three and three people famous, didn't you, or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh man, I would do. But if you just have a straight top three, let me hear it. Um. Wow, that's a tough question, Bill Winky. Throw him in there. All right. Yep. Bill Winky. Um, Wait, who's Bill Winky? Does he shoot deer? <laughs> Doesn't know Man, that's such deer. a tough question for Couple me. I have so many idols. Right? Um, yeah, no, it's be tough for me, too. Bill Winky. Uh, my buddy Jason is one of the best deer hunters I know. Um, Bill, Jason, and I'm going to throw in... Oh, no, think about this. <laughs> Don Kiske. Don Kiske. Yeah. Stud. Yep, Don Kiske. Yeah, you went with a couple Iowa boys, huh? That would be, yeah. <laughs> well, Jason's from, from Fulton County. Um, I would say that only because um, I looked up to all of them growing up. One I personally know. Um, so they just have the seniority um, uplook from me. So that's yep. that's what I would pick. Uh, oh, there's my th- my three. Well, that's good because uh, we're almost out of time, and uh, that was a fantastic oh, answer. We're right at an hour, we are out. Right what at... what did I ask you that you ha- we haven't asked? Did we cover everything? I think I we think, did. I think we did. That was solid. It's pretty close. Oh, you're closing, man. Uh, well, I mean, you got to know Kurt Geyer. Kurt, how did we get a hold of you? Um, Instagram at Kurt Geyer Hunt. That was not the question I asked. I asked how we got a hold of you here in this room. You you should have said text, Facebook message, kick. I don't have a kick. Okay, but how can people who don't know you personally get a hold of you? Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, at Kurt Garhunt. I think Twitter is, I don't know, I remember what it is. I don't know. Don't add me on Facebook. Just like the working class poll on our page. <laughs> there you go. If there's anything you guys want to hear about Kirk Iyer, yeah. let us know. Yeah, just Ask us. Go to the Facebook page. Check out workingclassboner.com. We don't even advertise that ever. 
We don't. We're bad at it. We didn't say oh, that on yeah. episode 50 of our podcast. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. We're slackers. Uh, well, yeah. it is. We can't okay. think of everything, Kurt. Is there anything you'd like to add or anything that you hope happens in the hunting industry other than the 3D things being brought back to... Monster Bucks? <laughs> Monster Bucks, yeah. <laughs> what I hope... All right, I'll say this. I'll close on this. I hope that people remain ethical and respectful to the things they hunt and quit putting and the guy people in the hunting world quit trying to over exaggerate and brag for things that are that aren't really going on be humble i want people to be humble and i don't know sometimes it might be hard to be if you kill a big you got to brag when you shoot a big buck man you got to <laughs> we understand that but the johnny pro staff stuff everyone thinks they're you know, something. I mean, just stay humble. Remember where you came from and uh, just be comfortable. I don't know. That's all I can really say. You know, yeah. I feel like if we're 50 episodes in on our podcast, we're being somebody, you know, we obviously we think, aren't. We it think would, we are. It would show, it would show through, you know, but yeah. um, I'll say, yeah, be unless humble. we're just really good at it. Yeah. yeah I'll just, I don't know. That's really it. Nothing. That wasn't really like a solid answer, but it's kind of wishy washy. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Hey, we've, Fumbled through fifty episodes. Here's uh, here's hoping we fumble through fifty more. That's right. <laughs> Let's hope. So maybe, uh, yeah. You guys got to know uh, Kurt Geyer uh, a little bit more. Next time we'll uh, we'll get we'll get Herm. Logan's up for an episode after that. Logan, yeah. and then uh, and then better known as Eric. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Herm. Yeah, Logan, better known as Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Herm. No, Herm. No, Herm. Uh, but, or uh, as Tim Sylvia would say, Eric. We gotta love that guy Yeah I love that accent That was cool I love that episode (laughs) Well thanks for interviewing me It was really weird Being on this end of the podcast Mm -hmm. Told you Kind of fun uh, though Don't really have to think of anything You just answer I'll probably get five in your mind And then just run away Five in Five minutes in I'm out I'm gonna write some Really deep questions (laughs) for Eric You will not top my Grizzly Bear question though (laughs) No I will not I can't Um, top anything Yeah that's um, I guess that's gonna go ahead And and wrap it up uh, We're gonna get out of here So As Kurt would say Go shoot your bow But This is My ending So Go shoot your bow Perfect A life that has the stories To back it A life to be proud of it's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. Six, eight Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.